Hey there, welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson. I'm here to dish out practical advice to help you elevate your business and your life. I'm the CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services here in Nashville, Tennessee. So you know we're going to be covering ground in the real estate industry. But you'll also be hearing from expert leaders in the personal development and entrepreneurship communities. So pull up a seat because we're about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. And here we are today, Christy Wilson and Heather Warmbrode at the Moving Up Podcast. Yes, so excited to be here on this rainy Nashville day. And thank you all for tuning in. So we're talking about relationship building today, and that is something that we are all involved in at some point in our life. And I feel like I'm pretty lucky in that I think relationship building is sort of one of my superpowers. It's just what I do. I generally like people. I'm fascinated by their stories and love creating connecting points with people. I've been accused sometimes of being an interrogator (laughs) because I ask too many questions, but I'm genuinely interested on on what someone's story is and I love connecting point. And I also sincerely believe there's significantly more good in the world and more good people in the world than bad. And it's just that the media keeps you know, they always focus on the bad stuff right, and on right. the bad people and not the good stuff and the good people. And so it's easy to get sucked in to think that it's all going to hell in a handbasket. Right. I'm with you. I believe there's definitely more good in the world, or at least that's how I choose to view things. Right. It's, it's a choice. Yes. I mean, I can, I'm choosing how I, I want to live and, and the world's not dictating my life. I'm dictating to the world. This is, this is what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And I've always said, if you want to have friends, you have to be a friend first. And if you want to have a strong sales business, you have to have strong relational skills. I don't think of myself as a salesperson, actually, which cracks people up, but I really don't. I think of myself as an educator of houses and on the market, and I can guide you through the process and point out the good and bad so that you can educate yourself if you want to buy or sell. That is right. I've never considered myself a salesperson. No, I don't see you as a salesperson. I'm not even sure how to do that. (laughs) Well, so funny story sidebar. Heather was actually a client of mine before she became a real estate agent. I was. So did I feel salesy to you? No, not at all. Felt like a friend. Oh, good. Yay. That's what you want yourself to feel. And that's what makes a great relationship is that you want it to feel like a friend guiding you, being your guiding light, holding your hand through the process of the of the real estate transaction. Yes, that's exactly what you and do. And you do an excellent job with your clients oh, too. Thank you. I, I love reading your reviews. So like we are just talking about, I don't look at any of my clients as one and done. I look at all of my clients as if they're going to be lifetime clients, unless it's someone like Heather who gets a real estate license and just <laughs> kills it in the yeah. business. And then I'm even so much more happy because now she's a trusted colleague as well. But my goal is to empower them with information and knowledge and then continue to be a resource for them for a long time through the stay of their current home and in the next five or right. however many homes they have or investment properties or or whatever. So we're going to talk today about three things on relationships with clients and with people in general. Number one, how to create the relationship. Number two, how to be present in the relationship, which I think sometimes we all can struggle with. Mm-hmm. And number three, how to maintain and sustain the relationship. So number one, to create a business relationship in real estate and or sales, 
you first have to go out and get clients. You do. And Heather, you're in it. You're going on five years in the business, four or five years, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to really appreciate your insight on this. But if you started out in the sales role in real estate in 2020 or 2021, you know that there were zero live networking opportunities. And I don't know about y'all, but networking on Zoom was pretty much a no-go, no-go zone for me in networking. Yeah. It's just, when you were on a Zoom, you just wanted to get off. When people said, oh, you can stay on and commune with each other, I'm like, eh, no. No, it's just <laughs> very disconnected. Very, very disconnected. I'm going to brag on one of our agents, Edward O'Day, who started in 2020. Mm-hmm. He got his license through COVID. It was an excellent opportunity to do that for him, went through his phone and literally called everyone on his phone, letting people know that he had transitioned into this new career. Wow. And a lot of people just have such phone fear and yeah. phone hesitation. And it's it's just so easy. And yet people just don't do it for that very reason. Yes. It's the fear of the phone. Fear of the phone or fear of sounding salesy. But I'm sure he approached it of I'm just checking in and seeing how you're doing. And I'd like to share this with you. Or I'm excited to share. I'm transitioning from this career into another career. And people who know you like you are genuinely excited for you, especially if they think you fit in that category. And I feel like all the agents here, all the agents at the Wilson Group really fit well into their real estate agent realtor role. They do. You know, regardless of their backgrounds, because not everybody started in real estate. Many had multi-careers before Mm -hmm. coming into real estate. But when you do get started in real estate, you have to let everybody you know, know you're in real estate. Let's face it. I said it, and everyone knows about five people. Yeah. You said ten. Everybody at least knows at least ten. Ten, ten other agents, at yeah. least. And because in Middle Tennessee, and I think in the United States right now, there are more realtors than there are listings. Wow. And I know in Nashville, you can't swing a cat without hitting <laughs> a realtor. Yeah. It's crazy. So let people know. This is Jeff Devereaux, mortgage banking executive, Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 176-1767. So I was in a real estate coaching program called The Core in 2009, 10, and 11, and it really helped shape my systems of relationship building with simple worksheets and lead trackers, and they tracked everything. And it's also simple, but the hard part, like everything, is actually doing it. Mm -hmm. So... Heather, since you're closer to being a new agent, how would you go about getting started reaching out, letting people know that you're in the business to start those relationships as a realtor? Right, right. So when I first started in real estate, I took my Christmas list. And so everyone that I send cards to around the holidays, I put all of those addresses, phone numbers, email addresses. I started a spreadsheet in Google Sheets 
and just started that as my database. Mm -hmm. Then I added some friends, family, people who I felt comfortable enough to pick up the phone and kind of talk to them about what I was doing. I put them in, into my database. And so that was really my start of, of letting people know that I had transitioned out of the education private school world into real estate. And when you told people, what was their reaction? Oh my gosh, you should have been doing that a long time ago. Yeah. And it was another teacher friend of mine who she moved back to Oklahoma, but had been telling me for years that I should get my real estate license. And I finally followed her advice. Yay. Well, and you've done remarkable. And I think that is more often than not, the response that people will give an agent when they call them to let them know what their new career is. Oh my gosh, what took you so long? Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait to send you business. And so, and be careful. They can't wait to send you business, but that business may not come right away. Right. You know, it's going to take time to get that build up and let them know that you're in it for the long haul. Right. It takes a, you have to remind people. You, you do. know, that initial kind of honeymoon phase of this is my new career ends mm-hmm. and then it's what's next. That's right. How do I get my name, continue to get my name out there? Right. And in talking about relationships, you know, I just said I, I did that coaching program 2019 and 11. It was intense and amazing. And there's another coaching program that only coaches on relationship selling called Ninja Selling. And it's all about the relationship. And so many of the things I preach to the agents and teach and advocate for come from these principles on the relationship. And when it's relational, it's not selling at all. Right. You know, so many agents see themselves almost as secret agents because they don't want people to know they're in the sales role. But, you know, you don't have to be salesy. And nobody likes to be sold. Right. You know, right. yuck. Um, but Ninja is that training program, and I love it. And for anyone who's interested in that, you can reach out to me. I can give you more information, or you can Google Ninja Selling. Our email address, if you remember, is podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com, where you can send questions like that or any questions. Mm-hmm. Because as we talk about, we will be doing an episode on just y'all's questions. But the key piece after you make a call, going back to what we were just talking about when you pick up the phone and call, isn't always to talk about yourself. You want to let them know what you're hap- what's been happening to you, but then you really want to talk about them. Yes. Let them talk about themselves. And that's really the number one critical piece in getting going with a relationship and building that relationship. And some of the things we talk about in that is a four-letter acronym called FORD. We've done so many episodes now. I feel like all I do is live in acronyms, but I love acronyms. (laughs) FORD stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Dreams. And again, that's Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Dreams. So when you're talking to people, ask them, and so much of this comes naturally. How's your family? Right. How's your mom doing? Were your parents okay during COVID? Was your family okay? I saw on Facebook you got a new dog. How's that going? Yeah. You know, talk about family. Talk about occupation. You know, are you still with HCA? How's that going? You know, just yeah. anything you can do to help people bring it out of them. And a lot of people do need nudges. They're not great at talking about themselves. But once you help pull that out, you know, they think it's the best conversation ever. Yeah. And it just comes so naturally. Yeah, it really does. Recreations, you know, have you been on vacation lately or how was water skiing this summer? Whatever. Sure. You know? And dreams. I mean, that's 
that's, I think a lot of times when you're closer to somebody, you know, what do you see for yourself in the future? Do you want a new house in your future? I wouldn't do that on an initial call, but (laughs) (laughs) it may seem a little contrived, but but something to talk about later, um, later, later. And what comes next is listening. So you're asking all these questions, but make sure you listen. Right. Because the next you time you, you have to listen, which I just interrupted you. So clearly I wasn't listening. I was just no. <laughs> going on to a next thought. But that's how we roll sometimes as humans. We're so busy thinking about what we want to say next that we forget to listen. And so if you are asking those forward questions to someone on the phone, if you're listening and or taking notes, the next call is almost a follow-up call. So you know, you were nervous about your daughter starting kindergarten during COVID. I know it's been six months. How was that first half of the year? You know, just those connecting points so that they feel heard and that you truly care because you do truly care and you want them to be affirmed in that care also, which brings to the last point on that is sincerity. Mm -hmm. All that brings about sincerity. And it's so important to be sincere and not checking it off the box. Which brings us to our next point. All three of those things, the four, the listening, being sincere, is being present. I think we all struggle with being present. Do you at all, Heather? I do. I do. I feel like um, we've talked about distractions before, but I can get really distracted with my to-do list and things, deadlines, things that I feel like I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So it is, it can be really difficult for me to be present. I really have to be intentional. Um, And I have kind of turned off notifications to my Apple watch, which I love so much, Uh but I'm able to be present and actually have lunch with someone or sit and speak with someone when my watch is not vibrating, that I have text messages and emails. And so I'm trying to do a better job. That is a really good point because I just do my texts and phone calls are the only thing that pops up on my watch. And when you look down at your watch, when you're having lunch with somebody or talking to somebody, how rude. I know. I mean, it's so, you don't like it happening to you and it's rude to do it to somebody else, even though your intent is not to be rude. It's just, you're just glancing, but still it comes across as very rude. So just hit your little thingamajig on the side. I don't even know what that little thingamajig is called. (laughs) I don't either. That turns off the... (laughs) It's the thing that you would use to wind your watch if you had an old school watch. That's right. (laughs) But being present really is actually more difficult than creating and sustaining the relationship sometimes. It is. It is. And if you're on the phone with someone, that I find is where I can really struggle with Mm -hmm. being present, especially if you're at the office or doing work. You're on the phone. Most of us are either have our AirPods, earbuds, something on so you're hands-free. And if somebody calls you while you're doing emails or while you're doing something on the computer, you keep doing that on the computer. Well, I can't say y'all all do who are listening, but I I know I, I do. I do. And they hear on the other end, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is what you, <laughs> and tap, 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 tap. Guys, they can hear you tap, 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 tap on the computer. Yes. Just like when you're talking to them. And you can hear them going, uh-huh, yeah, to you, and you hear the peck, 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 peck. So just don't do that. You know, sometimes I have let a call go to voicemail, and I will call them back when I can stop. Smart. But, you know, if my husband calls me, he says, okay, you're occupied. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and I do that to people, too, when I'm talking and 
t- like if I've called them and they're doing that, I'm going, hey, why don't I call you at a better time? And then when I say, oh no, now's good. Peck, 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 peck. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> no. oh no, really? I, I don't, I don't think it's not important right now, yes. right? So yes. we'll move on. So um, again, so that isn't just for business. That's in all walks of life. It's a daily struggle. It's a daily struggle for everybody, mm-hmm. for is. everybody. But if it's a client, stop pecking your keyboard. Yes. Turn away from your laptop, your desktop, whatever, and be present with that client. If you're wanting to maintain and sustain a relationship, not being present with that client at that time. Realtors out there, we do this every day. We're you know doing the real estate thing every day. But your client that you're talking to, they do this once every three to seven to 10 years. It's a big freaking deal. Yeah. And you need to recognize that and give them all the attention they need and deserve. Mm-hmm. So being present is just, it's just so important. Okay, but moving on. We've developed the relationship. We're being present. And now you want to maintain and sustain the relationship. This is where systems really come into play. And Heather, we've talked a ton about how on Mondays that's your day. Yes. Where you focus on those systems. I do. I do. I have my Monday kind of office day to-do list. And a part of that is different touch bases with my clients, Mm -hmm. whether it's digital, something they receive in the mail, or if it's a certain time of year and I deliver something personally to them. Mm -hmm. Um, If I've had a transaction with them in the last, you know, three, six 12 months. Right, right. So at the end of the day, and we are doing an episode on consistency. Consistency is key in maintaining and sustaining that relationship in your touches, in your phone calls, in what you mail out. As realtors, we are marketing phenoms. Mm -hmm. And so we're always trying to touch those clients. Guys, if you're not consistent with that and the way that Heather does it is brilliant to take that Monday or whatever the day of the week that works for you. You have to be consistent. Like I always try to reach out to my mom at least once or twice a week. To my friends, you know, I just, I'm always shooting a text or calling just to check in. You don't need to have a long drawn out phone conversation. Just, hey, I'm here. I'm thinking about you. So, and I know with my clients, when I make phone calls, I learned this in one of my coaching programs and it's the ABC method of calling people. So there are 52 weeks in the year and there are 26 alphabets in the alphabet. So each week take an alphabet and call those folks in your database. So week one of the year could be you're calling all your A's. Week two, you're calling all your B's. Week three, you're calling all your C's. Week four, D's, et cetera, et cetera. And then suddenly you're, you're at the six month mark and you've called everybody. And then you can call them again just to let them know you're wow. thinking about them. And it's a very systematic, consistent, easy way to do it if you know your ABCs. Yeah. You know. If you're illiterate, it's a problem. But, <laughs> um, and make it fun. You know, yeah. I, when I do my ABC calls, I love looking at the name and thinking of that person and thinking of a fun story that we share together, thinking of their home, thinking of something. I had some clients, and this is 20 years ago, and in my car, this is when we had CD, you know, you're always listening to a CD in your car. I had uh, Graceland, Paul Simon's album or CD, Graceland, in my CD player all the time. And I ran into them, I don't know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever, after closing. Like, oh my gosh, we went and bought ourselves that CD. We loved it. And it makes us think of you. I'm like, oh, oh that's so sweet. Yeah. You know, so just fun little things, touch points that you can think of. Yeah, yeah. I like to write handwritten notes. 
minutes. Yes. I would probably prefer that over a phone call, Mm -hmm. though I know phone calls are are a necessity, but I would rather write a handwritten note. And I know our marketing director here at the Wilson Group, she just ordered me some, some more that she made personalized. So I was excited to get those so I could continue to write those. And in that, I try to bring up something or talk about something that we experienced together yeah. in the buy and sell of their home. There is nothing more powerful than the beauty of a handwritten note. So few people do it, and it is just so well received. And it's not junk mail. It's not a bill. It's something that someone gets in their mailbox, and they're going, oh, you know, every, and it gets read. Mm-hmm. A handwritten note gets read. It does. And we at the Wilson Group try to do 10 a week. That, that's what I challenge everybody. If you mm-hmm. can write 10 handwritten notes a week, it's only two a day yeah. during the business week, and you'll nail it. You know, for anything, maybe you see something that somebody did in the business journal or their kid just graduated or, or something, you know, it's easy to drop a note. It doesn't always have to be a thank you note, right. just, a, just a thinking about you note. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good one. Okay, guys. So that's what we are all about is relationships in real estate. It's so important. And again, like I said earlier, any questions on this topic or any topic you want to talk about or have Heather and I talk about or a guest you'd like to see on the show, podcasts at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Send us your comments, your feedback. We'd love to hear it. And on that note, we're just going to wrap it up today. Yeah. Until next time. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nashville is one of the nation's top three relocation markets. So whether you're moving yourself, your family, or relocating an entire company, our relocation coordinators are here to guide you through the step-by-step process of relocation. We understand there's much more to a move than changing your address and packing. At the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, our relocation coordinators provide a high level of expertise and experience in making sure your move is seamless. So check out our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com or give us a call. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.